tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, drug testing at festivals has been happening for almost a decade. So why could this summer be different? That's after a short break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're looking quite friendly. You're live on the BBC. Oh, gosh. How do you feel to finally made it into Glastonbury? <laughs> You're laughing a lot. You're having fun. Festival season has begun. That's day one. Can you imagine what she's going to be like by day six? And for some festival goers, that can only mean one thing. Partying. In the UK, it's illegal to possess, supply and produce controlled drugs. But people still buy and sell them, especially at festivals. Because they're illegal, there's no guarantee about what's really in them, which in some cases can have deadly consequences. At least 14 people died from drug-related deaths at festivals between 2014 and 2021. And every year, many more get ill after taking impure drugs. One way of preventing deaths is through on-site drug testing. But last week, the Manchester festival Parklife said that the government effectively blocked them from doing it. We tell every service user that the safest way to take drugs is not to take them at all. Um, but we accept that this is uh, the fact of life, that some people will go on to take illegal substances. This is Fiona Misham, director of a drug safety NGO called The Loop, speaking to Joseph Shaw. For years, her team has been campaigning for safety testing at festivals and nightclubs. At the end of the day, we've got the highest drug-related death rate we've ever had, and we've also got the highest drug-related death rate in Europe. So we need to address that, and this is one of the things to do. On-site drug testing can take many forms. In 2017, The Loop collaborated with Boomtown Festival in Hampshire to provide free and anonymous drug testing for attendees. It meant people could test the drugs they smuggled in and keep them if they were safe. Research shows this type of drug testing makes festivals safer and prevents deaths. But the practice is controversial. Those opposed to it say that it encourages illegal drug use. The more common type of drug testing is called back of house because it happens after the police seize drugs from festival goers. In these cases, the confiscated drugs are tested and if they're unsafe, for example, if they're laced with a lethal substance, all festival goers are sent a text message with a warning. So why are some festivals like Parklife not going to test drugs this summer? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Festivals that provide on-site drug testing services are accusing the Home Office of endangering lives after a change of policy that effectively seems to ban the practice. Parklife Festival usually works with police and the Loop to test drugs on-site. But this year, the festival said it was unable to provide testing for the first time since 2013. They say the Home Office asked the Loop to apply for a special licence to test the drugs, instead of relying on its usual agreement with the police. Here's Sasha Lord, organiser of Parklife Festival, speaking to the BBC's Today programme. What they have said is you can apply for a licence moving forward. It will take three months, but you're not guaranteed to get it. So straight away, you, you can't plan any f- form of welfare or harm reduction because you don't know whether you've got it or not. But in a statement, the Home Office told Tortoise that the licence isn't a new requirement. Our position hasn't changed. Drug testing providers must have a licence to test for controlled drugs, including at festivals. We have consistently made this condition clear, and law enforcement have always had a responsibility to uphold this legal requirement. Tortoise understands that for years, some testing providers, like The Loop, have been operating within a legal grey area. They worked with the police, but without an official Home Office licence, and were allowed to continue. But this year, according to a Home Office source, the government had to reissue the official guidance after a request for clarification from The Loop. The charity didn't respond to requests for comment. The UK's biggest festival, Glastonbury, confirmed to Tortoise that it will be conducting on-site testing this year. The Home Office say this is because they are working with a licensed provider. Festival Republic, which runs festivals including Leeds and Reading, say they'll also have back-of-house testing as usual. But it isn't clear what the future will look like for smaller events, which previously relied on the loop to carry out their tests. The Home Office insists that it continues to keep an open dialogue with any organisation applying for a testing licence. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Before you go, let me tell you about The News Meeting, which is a weekly podcast that comes out every Friday. Tortoise editor James Harding is joined by three journalists who each pitch the story they think mattered most this week. And at the end, James decides which one should lead. This week, the team discuss the cost of living and what's going on with the UK economy, the missing Titan submersible and why British kids are getting shorter. To listen, just search for The News Meeting wherever you get your podcasts or click on the link in this episode's description. This episode of The Sensemaker was written by Patricia Clark with additional reporting by Claudia Williams. It was mixed by me, Tomini Babs. Tortoise. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.